Hi, welcome to podcast number 18. I'm your host, Warren Budvenick, and our guest today is Dr. Subramanian, Movement Disorder Specialist from Hershey Medical Center. Welcome, Dr. Sue. Hello. Hi, there's a new information about Parkinson's disease that seems to be talked about everywhere. It's regarding a link between the appendix and the development of Parkinson's disease. Dr. Soup, could you explain this to our audience? Yes, a uh, very interesting story. Um, came um, as a paper uh, in a rather famous uh, journal, which is called Science. And there is a component of that journal called Translational Medicine. So the whole journal is called Science Translational Medicine. It was published uh, October 31st, so literally a week ago or so. Um, so in this paper, uh, these authors, uh, and there are several of them, but a uh, big list of authors, mostly from um, Europe, but there's also some folks who are um, local uh, in the sense that they are uh, involved in the research from uh, Michigan, uh, from Grand Rapids. So they showed that um, patients who had undergone appendectomy, uh, where the appendix was removed for inflammation of the appendix, uh, which is called appendicitis. Now, for those of you who don't know what appendicitis is, it's an emergency. Um, typically, when the appendix gets inflamed, you come with uh, lower abdominal pain and nausea and vomiting, usually have fever. And generally, it's a disease that's considered an infection of the appendix. Now, the appendix itself is a part of our uh, large bowel. It's attached to the colon. And that part of the colon um, actually is not very functional. It is a non-functional area of the uh, colon. And inflammation typically causes uh, that area to become large, enlarged, and very painful. And because it's inside the peritoneum, inside your abdomen, uh, we get what we call um, adjacent peritonitis. So typically, this is treated uh, by admitting the patient to the hospital, giving a course of antibiotics. If it can be salvaged, if not, um, they undergo emergency surgery where the appendix is removed. The appendix itself is uh, not useful in humans. It's considered a vestigial organ, meaning an organ that's not being functionally used for anything. Um, so what this investigator showed uh, was very interesting. They were able to look at data from uh, 1.6 million individuals um, from two separate epidemiological sets, which is basically databases in which people's uh, names and diseases were entered. Uh, mostly in Europe, but also another group that uh, was entered in the United States. And they showed that um, removal of the appendix, uh, especially people who lived in rural areas, um, reduced their risk for uh, Parkinson's disease. And um, looking at the second da database, they noted that if they had their appendix removed, it appears that um, they had delayed onset of Parkinson's disease. The Parkinson's disease um, occurred much later, uh, whereas if it was not removed, there's a suggestion that uh, it may occur earlier. Now, um, uh, if the audience here would remember, we had talked about uh, 
some of our own work and also paper from other groups indicating that the vagus nerve, the nerve that supplies the GI tract, may be involved um, in the transport of a protein called alpha-synuclein that goes up into the brain, and that may be the way Parkinson's starts to begin with. And also, we had discussed constipation occurring in more than 90% of Parkinson patients, and that um, this may be an early harbinger for um, the development of the motor symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Now, given that, given that background and given that scenario, uh, puts all of this in context, that appendix is part of the colon and um, removal of it seems to uh, protect you against Parkinson's disease. Now, um, the authors went further. They uh, took the appendix that was removed in several of the patients and looked at it with the microscope. And pathologically, they saw that um, the appendices that were removed contained um, alpha-synuclein, the protein that causes protein, uh, Parkinson's disease by misfolding. And um, they noticed that these uh, aggregates of alpha-synuclein was inside nerves that are located inside the appendix, which is called intraneuronal, meaning the nerves that supply the appendix that in, within them, the alpha-synuclein which is quite remarkable. And um, they also harvested the, uh, the appendix tissue, which was already removed. They harvested from it the alpha-synuclein, and they checked it out to see, uh, is it the pathological form of alpha-synuclein? And uh, it turned out to indeed uh, look very much like the pathological form of alpha-synuclein um, that is noted in the brain of patients with Parkinson's disease after they pass and uh, look at it in autopsy. So uh, in, in short, um, the net summary of the data that's presented in this paper is um, quite interesting um, in that when they looked at the records of more than a million people, actually a million and a half people who have been followed for 52 years or more, uh, removal of the appendix seemed to uh, protect people from um, Parkinson's disease. Now, um, I want to make sure that people don't get any ideas that they come to their doctor saying, well, can I have my appendix removed if they already have developed Parkinson's disease? Uh, there's really no evidence that removal of the appendix in somebody who is completely healthy in terms of their appendix uh, does anything. Um, we don't know whether proactively removing the appendix in people who are at risk for Parkinson's disease may give them protection. That also is not clear. Uh, and why the appendix is a trigger uh, for this is still not clear either. It could be just that appendix is something that we remove a lot. So we have the tissue. So because we have the tissue, we were able to look at it and that allowed us to show this. Had we removed some other part of the um, gut, whether it's the colon or whether it's the stomach or whatever, uh, maybe we would have seen something different. So um, it's not clear that the removal of the appendix or the presence of alpha-synuclein within the appendix itself is a reason for intervention um, at the level of the appendix. So that's kind of the story. It's hot. I'm here at the Society for Neuroscience meeting uh, in San Diego today. 
And yesterday, there was a lot of discussion about this at the meeting. So in the scientific community, there's certainly a buzz. There's certainly uh, an interest. And today, one of the authors of this particular paper is actually presenting some of the data in just a few minutes, actually another half hour or so. Um, and I'm heading over there to listen to the talk in a bit more detail, whether they are going to say more than what's said in the paper or not, I won't know, but I'm looking forward to hearing the presentation. So that's kind of a short summary. And um, today we're going to have to truncate this, uh, this podcast here, but um, I'm sure there will be questions and uh, people are welcome to put their questions into our blog. Uh, is that right, Warren? Yes. Okay. And then we'll be happy to address it in the, following weeks um, in the presentation. Any last thoughts, uh, Warren, because I got a rush? Uh, just that I have a lot of information to talk about on this and it looks very interesting. So we'll just uh, do this. We'll leave it out here now. People can research it there on themselves and then we'll talk about it next week. Right. Super. Great. Bye. Bye.